So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the CTE podcast. And today I've been I've been thinking a lot about this uh, the space we're in and trying to be productive. And thought I would um, share with you guys um, a conversation that I hope helps in terms of maybe putting some things in order and whatnot. So um, today I have with me. I'm fortunate enough to have with me. Um, a good friend of mine, we go way back, um, high school, um, the founder and CEO of the Fortune Over Fame clothing company, uh, my good bro- my brother, my good friend, my good brother, uh, Raheem. Raheem, how are you? I'm good, man. Beautiful, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Man, I, I, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy you're here. I want to talk through a little bit about um, a few subjects, but but mostly sort of how you got started and sort of being an entrepreneur and whatnot. So so the first thing I want to kind of talk through is what exactly, for the, for the folks that are listening and don't know, what exactly is Fortune Over Fame, the clothing company? Okay. Uh, so Fortune Over Fame is a custom high-end fashion line um, that right now consists of snapback hats, um, dad hats, hoodies, hoodie sweatshirts, as well as jackets. Uh, soon to transition into some other products and other pieces, uh, but right now those are the main products that are the makeup of Fortune Over Fame. So I would say it's a high-end online apparel retail store. Absolutely. And, and what made you want to start Fortune Over Fame? Uh, or it's like I, I like to call it F over F. Okay. F O F. All right, I'll take that. Um, it just came about via COVID. Um, you know, just like everyone else, when COVID hit, I was no longer able to go outside. I found myself ordering, ordering um, a lot of different products, whether it was from Amazon or from clothing stores, apparel stores. And uh, one day I just said, you know what? I'm not going to spend another dollar uh, on anyone else's apparel. I'm going to take this opportunity of uh, you know being stuck inside the house and see if I can come up with my own apparel something that I would feel comfortable and feel excited wearing. And uh, that's how it came about. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Um, how's it been received so far? Like in terms of your consumers, you know, your target audience, like how, how, is, how has it been received? Man, the reception has been awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, I've had, well, I have customers, you know, probably right now when, I would say between 25 to 30 of the United, uh, 25 to 30 of the states throughout North America. Um, so you know, I catch me off guard where I see a order from New Mexico or order from Alabama or order from New York or you know, or order from Oregon or something of that nature. You know, we have people who originate from Ohio, some of the Midwest that have ventured out and stay in different states all over the country. Um, so you know, start out very small. And it's been rapidly increasing, and um, you know now the book of business, like I said, has expanded about thirty, about twenty-five, thirty states, man. So I would say the reception has been awesome. So expanding into all those states, how exactly uh, do you feel like the brand is resonating with, uh, with the folks that are showing interest and showing love in it? Like, like how describe that for me? Well, you know, when I started, my target market was Columbus, Ohio, and surrounding cities throughout Ohio. Uh, and then the Midwest. And one thing I know that we have in common here in Ohio is we all have that that diehard uh, loyalty to Ohio. 
And, you know, my main thing was if I could come up with a product that showcases or highlights that loyalty that we have, especially for the travelers like myself, you and, you know, some of the other guys from our inner circle, you know, when you get out here and you travel to different states, different cities, different countries, you always run into someone who's from Ohio, sure. from that stomping ground. And there's no better feeling, man, when you run across somebody who has on those those colors or is representing a city that you know well, and you scream out that OH, and they, you know, they come back at you <laughs> yeah. with that IO. Yeah, so, you know, my thing was all about building, like, a, a level of comfort, you yeah. know, through a, a product and, uh, you know, taking advantage of people, you know, in my inner circle and their immediate family and friends and hoping it would continue to spread out, you know, like a ripple. And that's that ripple effect has definitely, uh, definitely come. So it sounds like you're, there's a real, people are really resonating with the brand. Definitely. Like really ha- you have satisfied customers. Definitely. You've, um, you, you built that brand and, and there seems to be a buzz about it. I mean, I've noticed the buzz about it because I've seen people that I know um, through their social media like really show the brand off and mm-hmm. really and really do that. So um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on this podcast is because you've always been a bit of an entrepreneur. Um, that I'm known, like I said, we we go back. We don't need to we don't need to tell about how far that is. But, of course, but, but but we go back. So. Um, You've always had that sort of spirit about you to sort of do a business for yourself. Like, like, talk to me a little bit about, you know, you know, have you always been that way? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've definitely worked my share of jobs. I mean, I'm still working to this day, but there's been times where I had, you know, save up for college. I had two or three jobs or, you know, after school, end up having three or four jobs. And one thing I knew for certain was that after so long, I didn't want to work for someone else. Right. You know, I, I always knew I wanted to work for myself uh, or at least have some type of side business or something, some type mm-hmm. of hustle uh, going for myself. It just took me a, a while to find out what that would be. Uh, you know, you recall I you know, went from throwing parties to throwing events at different venues and concerts and so on and so forth. And then transitioning now into retail, uh, it was something I always wanted to do. I just need, I needed to find out how to go about doing it. But as far as being an entrepreneur, I always wanted to always wanted to say I was in that space. I just needed to find out how I could, uh, you know, make it happen and utilize my skill set. Yeah, see, that's what that's kind of what I want to get into. Like, what is it about? What is it that's attractive about being an entrepreneur? Is it more about trying to find like the space you just described? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a good question. I, I think one of the most amazing things about it is. When you, and I, I just use myself as an example, I mean, being that you are directing the question to me, I use Fortune Over Fame, the fashion industry, you know, and I'm not that deep into it, but just as far as scratching the surface and where I'm at, there's no better feeling, man, than um, knowing that you created something and someone else appreciates it the way that you do. Right. You know, and I know earlier you said something along the lines that, that can be a fuel or a driving force. And I think that's one of the best things with being an entrepreneur is being able to obtain that feeling, the feeling of when you put in your hard work and created something, whether it was an idea or what have you, but someone else appreciated, appreciates it the way that you do, mm-hmm. you know, you get a kick out of that. Like, wow, they, they see my vision or wow, they appreciate 
my hard work that I put in. And I think that becomes addictive. And once you realize that you can continue to get that high and also make some type of financial right. gain, mm -hmm. you put the two together, you're like, man, I got to find a way I can make this work because this is a stress reliever. And when I do become stressful from it, it's good stress because it's, it's right. I'm going, I'm trying to meet a deadline of doing something that I love to do or please a customer or, or you know, help someone look fly right. or, you know, so that feeling comes back 360. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And how, how long has the brand been around? Um, the idea, the brand itself, I would say about four months. Okay, so yeah. it's brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Started in the middle of COVID, 2020. Right. Um, and why start in the middle of COVID? Um, you know, like I said, I, I got tired of spending money with other merchants. And also, you know, COVID kept, to this day, is keeping a lot of us inside. Um, so it gave, it, for me, it provided an opportunity and a space to become creative. Right. And, you know, through that creativity, you know, Fortune Over Fame was born. You know, it spawned from COVID. Fortune Over Fame is actually a child of COVID. You know, just like a lot of, a lot of other uh, great ventures, even with, you know, with the podcast that we're currently yeah, going sure. now. Yeah, it birthed, COVID birthed it. Yeah. So, you know, COVID is, COVID, some time by myself, and then just admiring other people too that's and that's one thing i didn't mention is you know i always thought i was a fly dude i always thought i could get fly but i also was surrounded by other dudes who i thought were fly as well right you know dudes who i wanted to who i did mimic mock try to go get their same clothes or what have you and wear it when i wasn't around them you know what I'm saying? i right. see somebody flip or bounce something real hot and i'm like damn that's crazy let me see if i can get that same outfit and wear it when i'm nowhere around them you know so all of that together, but, you know, COVID gave me the opportunity to sit down and think it through. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so, like I, like I mentioned before, like you've been in this entrepreneurial space for a while. Um, what have you learned through all this? Oh, uh, man. That's a good question. I would say the most important thing that I've picked up is you know, believing in yourself right. and not questioning yourself. You know, if, if you do believe in yourself wholeheartedly and you push your, you put your best foot forward and try to push your brand, you know, it may not happen overnight because it hasn't happened overnight for me. Right. Uh, but it will happen. But the main thing is just about keep pushing forward and having that faith in yourself okay. because uh, you'll find that, you know, if you don't go all the way in 10 toes down, you're going to end up, uh, you're not going to get the reward that you deserve. Okay. Absolutely. So, so what advice would you have for, um, what advice would you have for someone who's getting into this space for the first time? Like, is trying to launch something new? Like, like what advice would you have for someone who's starting off brand new? Well, I mean, to piggyback my last answer, I would, I would say, and this is going to be a little mixed up, but I, I would say, you know, have faith in your work, have faith in your skill, have faith in your knowledge. Um, and for, you know, for those who are trying to get into, like you said, the apparel and things like that, do your research, find out what's fly. Yeah, do the math. Yeah, do the math. You know, one plus one still equal two, you know. 
do your research, find out what's fly. And just because it, if you see something that people don't think is fly, but you think is fly, it's still cool. Right. You know, but you have to make it fly to other people. So do your research and find out what, you know, what's going on, what's hot. Right. And, you know, ask questions. You know, luckily I know a few people who own boutiques and things like that. And I got a couple of dudes that I think is, you know, they can put their, they can put their stuff together. Right. You know, so I'm still in bits and pieces from everybody. But definitely do your research and see, make sure there is a market for your ideas. You know, make sure you do have a, a target audience that you can tap into and make sure you know how to tap into that target audience and try to differentiate yourself from, you know, your competitors. Because if you see, if you keep your eye open, just even here in Columbus, Ohio, and I know because over the last few months, I've tapped in to, you know, other people in apparel and that line, you know, that field. Right. Man everybody's coming out with a clothing line right now. There are a few people who already had it popping, whether it be clothing line, hat line, any type of apparel. But within like the last two weeks, I've seen... Wow, two weeks? Man, the last two weeks. Now, not saying that they haven't been working on it for years, for the last six months, but in the last two weeks, man, I I could think of at least three clothing lines that popped up. I was like, damn. You know, like, okay. And, you know, some people have, well, not even some, most of all of them have more followers than I do. You know, they may have a, I, I don't think anybody, and this is me being honest, I don't think anyone has a longer, a further reach than me. But people do have a stronger grasp here. But, you know, if I, if I was living in Columbus, it'd be over. <laughs> if I was here, you know, I, I could play voicemails for you. People like, man, I need a jacket, man. If you was here, it'd be over. Like, if, I, if I had, if I was on the ground. If you could run them? Oh, if I was on the ground, it'd be a different story. But and I, right. I respect and I show, I got love for everybody who's doing it. But I'm just saying, I've seen some in the last two weeks. I'm like, damn. Like, damn, six, all y'all got clothing lines? <laughs> But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. So, so what's the one thing that you wish you would have known? Like, because you've been, in the, you've been in this space for a long time, whether it's the party, yeah. the shows, or, 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 or what you're doing now. So, like, what's the one thing you wish you would have known that you, you know now that you didn't know then? Um, I mean, I would just... I wish I would have just bet on myself. I wish I would have had more faith in myself up front because uh, when I started off, I had a plan and I had like, I was on fire about, you know, a few certain products and when it didn't take off the way I wanted it to at first, even though, it, you know, it gradually, I didn't have any, I haven't had any true downtime, but when it took off, it took off. It was, it was nice, had great momentum, right. but then I was like, oh, this thing will die down and I don't want to be stuck with product. Right. It never died down though. It, it slowed down, right. but it never died. And that's a and, nice problem to have. It, exactly. But I ended up putting myself in a certain, certain situation because I didn't have, I didn't have the belief in myself that I could keep it going. Right. You know, so that, that was definitely a challenge for me. So I would say just go into things knowing you could win, even if it's, if it's so many hurdles in your way, go into things, 
going to things knowing you could win. I, I wish I would have had that attitude when I first started. Instead of saying, uh, I'm going to take a chance. Gotcha. You know, like, it's, it's the difference between saying, I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, so just that, that, that mind state, man. I wish I would have came into it with a different mind state. And um, anything else? Yeah. I wish also I was um, more in tune with, with that, like the younger generation, the music they're listening to and their lifestyle, because all of that influences their look as well. I wish well, I was more tapped that's in. That's your future market. Right? Yeah, I wish I was more tapped in there. Yeah, that's your future market. And you're right, I think, about the music. Uh, but that's another yeah, totally conversation. Different. Another discussion. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm just saying there's just differences. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, that's what I'm saying. So what's next from a, from a Fortune of a Fame perspective? What's next? What is the next, like, six months, a year? What does that look like? So right now I'm pushing the... The winter line with the jackets and the hoodies. Uh, I'll be adding some additional products to that. I'm also having some conversations now with a few boutiques uh, between Columbus, Ohio, as well as Detroit, where I'm trying to work out getting my products in those boutiques. So you don't have to just purchase, you know, online. You can actually go to a, <clears throat> a storefront and actually purchase my products. Um, so I got that going on. I, doing some networking out in Cali right now, networking in LA where, you know, we might be doing some cross marketing, some type of joint ventures out there with a few boutiques. Uh, so now it's just basically trying to find a way to, to corner the market and continue to put my product in, pe- in front of people. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, I, I want to thank you for taking time out. So I know you stepped in the city to do some other things. Uh, yes, sir. In terms of, uh, in terms of the brand and whatnot, but I want to thank you for, um, you know, carve out some time to come and, and, and holler at me because um, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while is have a conversation about sort of this space and the brand and, and how you got started and everything, man. So I, I just appreciate uh, the time and the effort. All day, man. You know, you're definitely family and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak on the platform and have me out, man. So it's definitely an honor. Anytime. Anytime. Absolutely. And please go check out Fortune Over Fame dot com uh, if you're looking for really something fresh something new something that's ohio something that's unique and specific um to to us in terms of being from ohio i would i would encourage you guys to check that out so again he thank you so much for coming through um appreciate it and well we'll have to link up because i'm sure there's like probably 80 or 90 stories that oh man <laughs> That we could get into, of course, um, at, 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 at some point. Um, uh, but we can maybe check for that for another day. Awesome, awesome, man! Again, thank you for having me, man. Peace and love. I appreciate you, boss. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely, absolutely. But there are a few questions I do <laughs> want to ask. You, oh, I thought um, you were done. You got additional yeah, questions. A few questions I want to ask you. Okay. And I only want. I'm only doing this because. Um, I just want to have a little fun and stir up some shit around my people. <laughs> so, if you're not comfortable answering any of these questions, you can pass. I'm not going to force you force you into that. Um, but a few questions I've been thinking about, and I want to spark a conversation with my people. Um, the whole time we were in high school together, 
I want to know. What? Yeah. Okay. I, I want. I want to know who was the best athlete the whole time <laughs> we were in high school. Who was, the, in your opinion, the best athlete? Whew. Oh man, all around athlete. All, all around athlete. Per because, sport. Because if I, I'm not, I'm not saying per sport because to me. In, in my personal opinion, if you go per sport, it's a different name. Okay. I'm talking about across the board the, from when you were there. From being a freshman to a senior. Yeah. Who I, who, okay, so. Yeah. In your window. Who, who I got a, who, who you saw. Who is in my grade or who I got opportunity to see. Who you saw. Who was the best athlete you saw. Dang. I, okay, so I'm going to tell you in advance, the person to me who was the best all-around athlete that I saw, yeah. that went to our school? Yeah, that we went to school with. They weren't, this person wasn't the most well-known basketball player, the most well-known football player, but I guarantee you could put him on any field and he would show out. Um, now, I don't know if I want to say this. Let me just make sure that I've seen in my tenure at. Um, Can I at least guess who I think who you're going to say? I guarantee there's no way that you know who I'm going to say, but go ahead. This is a guess. Uh huh. Dante Hawkins. No, but Dante was a hell of an athlete. All, he was one of those all-around athletes. However, ooh, I forgot about I forgot about Tay. <laughs> He was a dog, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was a dog, but man, he was he was, a, he was an athlete. The most athletic person that I've yeah, seen that you saw. Yeah, yeah. I'm a man. I don't care what nobody say. I seen this. I seen this boy play ball. I also seen him throw a 90 mile an hour fastball around the way. Oh, I, I need to know who this is. The best all-around athlete that I've seen. Athlete. That I think could have picked up anything. You define best however you want to That could have picked up any ball, any bat, any any piece of equipment that goes into sports and, and succeeded. Yeah. The best all-around athlete I've ever seen at our school. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking my time with this. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. If you say nobody. I'm no, I'm <laughs> the best all-around athlete I've seen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you a couple, but the first. Okay. Yeah. Here you come. Here the you first come. is Aurelius Flowers. Yes. Yes. Not that many people would say that. No. Not that no. many people know. But well, 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 let me say this: I did not see him play football. He, I believe he did. I didn't see it. But did you see his build? He, 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 was a, he was just a – he was like Bo Jackson. But I believe he played football because he played basketball and if he was a football player. Yeah, and, you know, he was supposed to go play uh, Major right. League Baseball. You couldn't set a hard screen I seen on him. You I seen him dunk in a pair of cleats. Yeah, like <laughs> you could set a screen on him and you would hurt him. I got to send him a hat or a jacket out there to uh, – is he in Cashville, Tennessee, or Memphis? I think it's Cashville. Yeah, I think he's in oh, Cashville. Shout out to my boy, Riley yeah, Flowers. He, he had a workout uh, thing on IG right hey, now. Hey, too. Hey, get at me. I think yeah, it's something, something get fit or something like that. Together. But um, 
yeah, all around athlete. Yeah, I'm going to raise flowers, or or I'm going um Bryant Maddox. Bryant Maddox, really? Yeah. And I'm not. I'm listen. No shade. No, I'm not saying that Bryant Maddox was an athlete, and I'm not questioning that. I'm just surprised at that name. That's not the name I expected. He wasn't the best football player. He wasn't the best basketball player, but he could play. So right. I'm just talking, looking at somebody they could pick up anything. Brian Maddox was an athlete. Gotcha. And uh And I believe you when you say that. I believe you when you say that. And Denny Delaney. Oh, God about it. But Denny was Denny was a senior when I was a freshman. Yeah. So like I knew of him, but I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. But I can remember going to football games, Denny Delaney with the carry. Mm -hmm. like, now he wasn't Best foot, the best football athlete I've seen, you know, I'm going to ride with Rick all day as far right. as a halfback. Right. He was the best. Him and Dante was the two best halfbacks I've ever seen okay. from our school. Uh, the best hooper? I, again, I don't care what nobody say. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Before we go to the... I'm uh, gonna, hey, let, me, let me be fair. The best two athletes that I remember seeing when we were in school were Dante uh -huh. and Jerry Rockwell. Jerry was there too. Jerry, so just, Jerry could pick up anything. And I'm saying that because I was going to say Jerry. I hoop with both. Of yeah, them. I'm tripping. I don't and, know why I didn't and, say Jerry. And Jerry, in small spaces, yeah. was super quick. Yeah, he could get to where he. Needed. So I, I forgot track. Yeah, Jerry right. might have edged out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know how. Yeah, Jerry might have edged out of Raleigh's. And, and honestly, like. Because Jay was just pure athlete. I, I was thinking before you said Aurelius. If I had to go back and evaluate now, but like, uh, I don't know. Because but, he was stupid athletic. Like, but, he showed up and honestly, it was like, clearly you're not from here. But if you wanted me to, if they had to guard each other, or if you wanted to pick the two and pick up in basketball, I'm going Aurelius. His D was retarded. Yeah. He was so strong, right. and he was fast and quick. Right, right, right. But, yeah, Jerry, all around athlete, I might have to go with old Jerry because Jerry was, Jerry was an athlete. Now, who was the best athlete in our class? Eric Spragans. Well, no, no. Hold on. An athlete, an athlete in our class? Athlete. Athlete. I'm going to tell you another one. I'm going to tell you another one. And people didn't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Athlete that could play anything, though? Athlete. Elliot, Elliot Robinson was for, an athlete. Um, but for my class, our class, to me, there's only one answer here. Brandon was an athlete. Brandon was an athlete. But there's only really one answer here in my mind. Who? And Gabe Rowan, man. Because Gabe played football and left, graduated, and went to TCU. He played football at TCU. Oh, he did. He did. Now I love Gabe. Gabe, back. I <laughs> hoop with Gabe. Yeah. I've been I hoop with Gabe since I was ten. Yeah. He played both. Yeah. And Gabe Rubber was a good guy. But as a he had a brother too, didn't he? 
What? He gave him a brother? Oh, yeah, Josh. Josh Rumbeck. Josh, yeah. and, then, and then he's got two younger twins. They all hooped. They were like, Gabe was a good dude. Yeah, they were like John Barry and Skip Barry yeah. and like Drew, like Drew Barry. Like they, like they, like they just, there's basketball players everywhere. I see it. I can so see him smiling. Now, <laughs> now shout out, shout out to Rumbeck. You guys were always cool. So now, the best Hooper you saw. Hey. The best Hooper that you saw for the time you were there. <laughs> All right, this is, and so, I'm saying this because we had some hoopers. Listen, the best hooper I seen at Gehanna. Pete Sean Pete was a dog. I can't front. Pete was a dog. Um, Pete, my favorite hooper hmm. at Gehanna. Right there, give me your favorite. Man, my favorite hooper is probably Tony Reed. He just had something different. Like I seen Tony drop like thirty on Eastmore down at the at the which one call it at the um, the fairgrounds. I was like in like eighth or ninth grade. No, not that many people even knew about him at that time. Yeah, Tony was just a dog, man, and he had a, a smooth, See, smooth that, game. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Tony but, was smooth. Yeah, P was you know P was a dog. I can't front on P, but we all know. If he would have got in anybody's weight room, if he would have did anything, anything to work on his game, not saying he didn't work on his game, but if he would have went through that whole process that everybody else went, went, went through, we all know, I don't care what grade you was in, we all know nobody had, nobody could touch Eric Spraggins. E. Spraggins. Yeah. Okay. If E. Spraggins would have worked on his game like everybody else did, okay. period. Two Sidebar, two quick stories. One, and P knows this because I've told him this many times. P is a large reason why I was, I ended up being good enough to be considered going to college to play ball. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind at that time, he was so much better than me in my mind Mm -hmm. that I went into every practice thinking, whatever I do today, I am not getting embarrassed in this practice. In my mind, he was that much better than me. Yeah, in my mind. He was a monster. And he, and to your point, he was a dog. Yeah, he was a dog. I will just say that the teams that I was on with him, which are pretty much my junior, my sophomore junior year, those teams had the worst chemistry, specifically my junior year, because our talent was bananas, and we won six games. Yeah, our talent was crazy. And we won six games because our chemistry was terrible. But I would say best Cooper, I would say, I would say it's tough for what I saw, but I would say Eric is, Eric is, it's like 1A and 1B. And I'm saying this because when it comes to Eric, and specifically, those of us that came out of middle, middle school together. Yeah. Me, Eric, B, Marshall, uh, Brian Napier, like, 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 there's a certain chemistry, Gabe included, that we had sort of coming up together. So when we got to um, high school or whatever, everybody sort of, Fell out, blah, 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 but I stayed. But the point is, is that I just didn't want to get embarrassed by Pete 
So to me, like Eric Spragans, because when we would scrimmage as sophomores, mm-hmm. when we would scrimmage as sophomores, we killed them. Early. He knows this. Early. We, Mondale, you Eric, must, Brent, you must die. Like, like we, we were killing them in practice. Sam would call timeout, yell at him. We were sophomores. I believe it. Sophomores. I've heard this. And then we come back and then they beat us. Looks like they could do. But Eric's ability. At, um, if Eric would have went through the same conditioning, because he ended up going away. Remember, he yeah, said. He never came back. If he would have went through the same condition and had the same focus, Eric was to the lead. Eric was beyond. His, his, you got to think about how smooth his game was and how linky and tall he was. in practice every day. And he had a handle. He had the whole. He had Kevin. He was Kevin Garnett. Without, he would have been Kevin if he would have went to conditioning and did all that. He would have been on Kevin Garnett's no, level, saying, level no, with handle, saying, with game, handle and and J work. His game, his game was Lamar Odom. Yeah, that's yeah, who he was. Yeah. It wasn't Garnett. He was Lamar Odom. Uh huh. Because he could cross you if you fell asleep. He could pull it, throw it passes like he had it all. And and I'm saying all this to say I'm frustrated because you only get so many shots in life. Mm. And I played with some cats where we really had a chance. Mm -hmm. And we didn't necessarily take opportunity. And we were young, but we didn't take advantage of that opportunity. He he played like the uh, one cat, R.I.P. him, the one cat from um, Harlem. They nicknamed him the Black Widow. I forget that cat's name. He ended up passing away. Uh, Alamo. He was the same body style, too. Eric was a monster. But T. Reed was... T. Reed had fight. See, we didn't get a chance to see Eric develop. That's what I'm saying. If he would have developed, if he'd have played four years, he was to any any school. He had, If he would have put... Man, imagine him working out five, ten pounds. Man, he'd have been a monster. So... I'm going to give it to you. Think about it this way. When we were seniors, mm-hmm. here's who could have been the team. But for one reason or another, it wasn't. Your point guards are Marshall mm-hmm. and Antoine Hayes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your two guard is Gabe. Gabe and B. Your small forward spot is... So Dave is shooting? Yeah, shoot, he's, he's two guard. All right. The small Your forward. small forward is Eric and Martin Cochran. Okay. Your four spot is Dave Reed and Chris Copeland. Mm-mm. That's not getting you excited. And then your five spot is me... And Kyle Masaurus. Boo. Because <laughs> um, a lot of cats got on there just because of the height, man. Like, you have talent. Like, you, you have skill. Um, I would do... But our crunch time five probably would have been me, Eric, Brandon, Mondale, and, and probably Gabe. Or Marshall. I would have did... Oh, man. I would have did Marshall at the one, 
Because he was, uh, Marshall was Penny Hardaway to me. I've been with him at JFK where I've seen him, I've seen him like in the night at JFK yamming on somebody. Marshall was Penny Hardaway to me. I had to do Marshall at the one, but at the. I want him off the ball. Yeah, see, that's a thing. I want, I want him off the ball. At, Marshall's at his best when he's off the ball attacking. None of that bringing the ball up, crossing you over. I want him on the wing, crossing you up, attacking. No look passes Maybe, and everything. Yeah. You, know, you know how many times I've dropped a pass from Marshall and he cussed me out for that? You see, that's what I'm saying, but then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he couldn't be the two. Uh, two. Yeah, but the two don't really. I don't know. He only played the one when Brian Napier ran the two. Yeah, yeah, Brian yeah. Napier was shoot. the sniper. Yeah, Brian, Brian Napier had a clip. Yeah. I thought it would have, if, if Marshall really perfected his J, his J wasn't that bad, but if he perfected it, I'd have had Antoine at the one. He's going to have beef with you if he hears this. He, no, he, he perfected his J. Well, his J probably still trash. I don't know. But <laughs> no, I'm just saying his J got better over time He when he actually worked on it after school, after high school. I remember being scared of his J. Um, he can shoot. He playing down at OU. That's yeah, he was good. Yeah, That's he when shoot. I really got scared. You know, I'm telling the truth. I'm Marshall's biggest fan and his worst critic, but I would say Antoine. See, only it's hard because Marshall can create better than Antoine. There's not too many people who can create like Marshall. Like Marshall can go to the hole and dish to you crazy. You, and, you open, and, you don't even know. And having played with both, I I would tell you that that skill was even. But I would go they Antoine. They drop a dime and they could do it and they could be. Yeah, I would go Antoine at the one, Marshall as a shooting and penetrating two. Okay. okay. I would go. See, I'm 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 greasy with mine. I, I'm I'm trying to come in and kill you. I would go. So are we doing our class? Oh no, we doing. We do our class. Well, 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 Antoine's still still there though. But I'm going. I'm going Eric. I'm going Spragans at the three because I'm trying to come with that that heat okay. at the four. I'm going to put either you. See, I, I don't know. I can't think of anybody taller than you in our class. Really I probably would put you at the five. Oh, I'm putting the five. I'm putting you at the five, I'm and I'm putting. Man, I'm I'm i at the four. I'm probably going. See, I think you need to fly Eric to the four and put Mondale on Mark. Oh, I forgot about Mondale. Yeah. Uh, but Mondale wasn't there. I never seen Martin put no work in. I may go Mondale. Because if you slot Eric to the four. And then Mondale at the three, Marshall at the two, and Antoine at the one. I'm going an in shape, ready to play Kiki at the three. Oh, now we're talking. And I'm going Eric at the I'm going Eric at the four. I'm going you at the five. That is that is seriously one <laughs> Good of the night. great. That is, the, <laughs> that is one of the great. Un- I'm going uh, unknown <laughs> mysteries in I'm our going lifetime. I came, came to play in shape, slim. The, ul- the ultimate what if at the three. But what anybody's talking about, he is gonna kill you. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. Kiki in shape. All you see is head and arms and knees. Thank you. That's Aww. exactly the point I was trying to Kiki get. Kiki in shape. Listen. Oh man, he about to drag you, buddy. 
Listen. He about to kill you. <laughs> he was Tony Kukos before there was oh, Tony man. Kukos. What? Like, what? Like, 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 I, we will never be able hey, to. Hey, in shape, <laughs> Kiki? Oh, that's like, that's just like playing Eric Spragans. Their game was exactly the same. Listen. But Kiki was a better shooter. He was like, Tony, listen, honest to God, and, and Tony Kukos is not fair. Honest to God. Kiki really was Luka Doncic. Yeah. 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 He can handle the rock and he can shoot it. He was good. And he was good from 20, 25 feet. Yeah. Like. That's where he pulled from. Christ. If Kiki would have played with us, Jesus. Fuck what anybody got to say. Excuse my French. I'm putting that in shape, ready to ball. Kiki at the three. And we're coming to slaughter everything. (laughs) Everything. Because everybody, good Lord, he run that. Oh, my goodness. Don't, uh, the U.S. Ev- trash. Everybody, yeah, University of Miami is getting pounded. Everybody on that court can take you. You could call ISO for every person. You could call ISO and Kiki and Eric at the same time. Oh, they about to ice you, buddy. It's over. It is o- a skinny and shape Kiki with an in, sh- in shape. Now, you, Eric Spragans. Let me say this. So I would take now that you say that in our, in our class, my five is myself, Eric, Kiki. I'll take V and Marshall. And I would have in my in class, too. and I would put that up against anybody. I would put that up against anybody's class that where we overlap. I would put that. I, I would take those. Those would be my five. Well, I mean, which one called them? Uh, Tone and them would come through and smoke y'all still, though. Like Tone, Jerry, Tim Harvey, <laughs> Tim Harvey Tony Reed, and whoever else. Y'all would no, toast. No, you never get me to admit to that. Today, listen, we make that happen, listen. you never get me to admit to that. Jerry, <laughs> Tony. Jerry and Tony would have been a problem. Jerry, but Tony. But that would have been my problem. Listen, Jerry. I'd have had Terry West and Brad DeSilva. Jerry. I, I could have held my own there. Jerry, Tony. Um, uh, Tim Harvey, P, and shout out to Boom, shout out to P, P and anybody else with a escape y'all. You gotta stay in your class. They only well, who's not in that class? No, Jerry and Tony is a class Jerry ahead Tony of them. Like two years ahead of them. So yeah. even uh, P's class would be P, Tim, uh, Luke. No, well, Luke was ahead of P, Tone, or yeah, P. Boom. I don't think that. Tim Jennings. Yeah. And. Adrian would have been in there. Adrian. Nah, yeah, yeah. Maybe height. Height would have been a problem. But oh, Adrian was 6'7". You can't take that. But. Uh, it, uh, Tim. Or not Tim, but Tone. And Jerry. I don't remember that they had big head Woody on their team. I don't remember who else. Yeah, they had Woody. He could shoot, but they didn't have any. They didn't have a five dogs like how y'all. It would have been five dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're talking about because I at the, uh, Tim and P did play varsity at that time. Yeah. If yeah. you had, I was behind them. If you had, <laughs> if you had, they were so much taller. Than if them. you had Jerry at the one. Tone at the two. Boone. Who who was a center? 
Brad De Silva, Terry West, like Terry, uh, I, it don't even matter. Terry West at the five, P at the three, and Boone Harvey at the four. Man, you got some problems. You got problems because P can take it off the dribble. Yeah. Tone is lights. Tone is fireworks. Period. But and as a point guard, Jerry is about to. You say that like P was better than Springer's. He was because he was conditioned. Okay. He worked. You know, what I'm he he went through the system. If Eric went through the system, nobody would be better than Eric Spragans. I'm telling you. If you put when P was healthy, if you put his weight on Eric Spragans, forget about it, man. Eric didn't work out. He didn't. He didn't go through that process. He never was. In, he never was in shape basketball, like basketball shape. No, nigga was gone in the streets. <laughs> If you if you had him disciplined and conditioned, what would that? If he gained t- five to ten pounds of muscle mass, was working on his height, his jumps, and, man, are you crazy? If he was shooting a hundred shots a day like everybody else was in practice, Eric Spragans, man, what? <laughs> so I'm saying, you're not listening to what I'm saying. If you took him and put him through the same practice measurements. And drills that everybody else that was on the team went through. <laughs> Are you serious, man? He about to. I put him up. I would put Eric up at that time against anybody in the city. Now I will tell you one of the more. I felt like one of the more underrated athletes that we went to school with was Brian Ross. Brian Ross was an athlete too. Brian, uh, Brian Ross was an athlete because he he was my he was my neighbor. Brian Ross was an athlete. I seen him, seen him play ball. Football, basketball, he could play baseball too. Brian Ross was an athlete. Yeah, Brian Ross is an athlete. That's the other person I was thinking about. All right, man, we should probably wrap this up. I know I caught you off guard with that, but I, I had to take advantage of the fact that you was here because I, I really want to see this <laughs> no conversation. Who was who, who um... If you're a U fan, you should probably find a clip. <laughs> but they... 116 or whatever this is. Um, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah and, and they, UNC out there talking trash too. Uh, absolutely. Um, they own the building. I tell you who I'll, just real quick. I I throw this in on you. Who also inspired me with the um, with the 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 fashion and the apparel just to tie it back in. Oh man, they are really. Oh my God. I would. Is he gonna? Is he gonna hawk him down? Oh. oh. Wow. If, if anyone from North Carolina hears this podcast, you slap the first person you see from Miami. I mean, you guys are dogging them. Um, the fly, I must just say, the flies when it came to the gear and everything. Well, I mean, we already know who that was in our class. Hands down, it was B. Yeah. B was. Yeah. B, I, B still. It was always, a, I already remember, it was always something Nautica I'd never seen before. Nautica, Tommy. He had it all, but and just a quick shout out to him because he inspires me to this day with with the gear. He may not know it, but you know his shoe game and his closet has always been infinite, always been infinite. Speaking of his shoe game, do you remember that time we were at his crib? <laughs> and I remember we were sitting there and you were like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get him now," and you told him that his shoe game was weak. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he pulled out. Oh, he pulled out his best shoes. He pulled out 20 pairs of exclusive yeah. And stacked them in the middle of the floor. Yeah, I remember that. Talking about, oh, my shit ain't sweet. I'm going to have to tell him that again here in a couple of weeks just to see how far I could push him. <laughs> just to see how far I could push him. Oh my god. I think his sister just called me too because I got to give her a, uh, a sweatshirt. That's probably why she called me. Yep. No doubt. So, all right, man. You got anything else? I, I asked the questions I wanted to ask. I just wanted to get you on the record. I want to spark some conversation. So, if I have future guests, I want to be able to draw back and be like, hey, like, uh, like in your opinion, like what's what? Because I would not. never say that I was the best athlete. Yeah. Uh, I, t- I would just tell you that I was. You was a dog. I played. Yeah, with you. I was, was a dog. dog. Like I, I played my role. I held it down and was a good teammate. I, uh, I, I was more like Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> what's last? You just said. Oh, anything else I want to say? Um, anyone who has supported me, uh, thank you. Anyone that has pushed me. Thank you. I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I am taking steps. I'm just trying to continue to press forward. Um, just please continue to uplift me if you can, uh, you know, with your powerful words. Please continue to, to push my, my product. Uh, you know, I, I always try to be loyal to quality and loyal to my people and, and loyal to what I believe in. And that's quality over quantity. Uh, you know, if anyone out there has you know, happen to purchase any of my products, I definitely appreciate you. If you have any criticism, even constructive criticism or bad, you know, I take it good and bad. Uh, and I, I appreciate that as well, because that means you're taking some time out to think about, you know, me and what I'm doing. Um, please hit up the Instagram, Fortune Over Fame Clothing, the website, fortuneoverfame.com. Um, that's about it, man. If you got any dope ideas, shoot them to me, man. I love collaborating, and two minds are better than one. No doubt. All right, man. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it, man. We'll have you have you back soon, man. This was fun. We'll do it again. No doubt, man. I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.